Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. So I'm after receiving a number of questions from a um, particular magazine and I decided I would turn this into a podcast for my listeners as well who won't get to see this magazine or perhaps may not do so. So um, there was six questions and they're particularly all about websites and how to have an effective website. So the first question is, what at a minimum do you feel are the absolute requirements for a podiatrist website? So I would think that the absolute requirements that would be required for a, a website, a clinical website, would be, number one, it has to be easily navig- navigable. It has to give clear instructions on what you can do for the patient. And believe it or not, these two things are not common. It's so often that you will find you'll come on a website, not just a clinical website, but general website, where you cannot find where you're supposed to go. You cannot find the most basic information. You cannot find what it is that uh, you do for them or you can get them to do for you as a website. So as a customer, you'd look at the website and you're just not too sure, are they for you? Can they help you achieve what you're looking to do? So so this seems pretty obvious, but unfortunately is something that is missing quite commonly. Um, they also need to make sure that the website um, is clear on what they can expect from you. They need to be clear on where they can find you. So um, just today, I had to look at somebody's website and I could not tell where they were based or where their contact details were. So a simple Google map, a phone number, and, and an email address. There's no excuse for not having these things. In today's world, every clinic on a website should really have a book online and a click to call. Um, click to call, what I mean by this is that when they... Um, see your phone number if they click on it it will ring on their mobile phone and this is all very simply done nowadays and there's no excuse for not having it your likewise your website should be mobile optimized as between 80 and 90 percent and it is climbing consistently of people who are searching for local services including what you're doing your your health business are going to be on their smartphones so your phone needs to be smartphone optimized the last thing I would say that you would need to have if you're listening to this and you have a website and you want to have the absolute minimum is that you're not just building your website and then ignoring it. Your website needs to be a live entity that is being updated consistently by either yourself or your team. Because if it's not, simply building a website, packing it with keywords and leaving it there is not going to get you found um, by any of the search engines and isn't a lot of use to you. Now, these are the absolute minimum requirements that you should have on a website. But you should strive to have significantly more um, than this because your website can be so much more than this. So the second question was, in a recent interview, you discussed a shift toward a marketing philosophy. In the context of a practice website, what does this involve? Unfortunately, and I've been guilty of this myself, too often clinicians think that all they need to be to be a success in a private practice is to be good clinically. Now, 
Absolutely, you need to be, it's a given you need to be excellent clinically, but you need to be more than that. It's not much good being a really good clinician if nobody knows that you are there. And that is true of all professions and all businesses. And how are people going to know you're there? They're going to know you're there by having good quality marketing. And you need to have a marketing philosophy. You need to believe that marketing is is there for the good and there to help you. I personally believe that it is our moral duty to make sure that people that that you could help that don't know about you yet find out about you rather than them going to the wrong source for information or the wrong place for treatment. Isn't it better that they come to the right place and that they come and see you and they're not going to know about you or sufficient numbers of them are not going to know about you without marketing? And you need to be able to embrace marketing as an opportunity to help those people. Now, I understand that people are afraid of marketing, and especially when it comes to healthcare, they're worried that, uh, and they associate it with sleazy sales. And it, it doesn't have to be like that. It can be like that if you decide that that's what you want it to be like. But the difference between manipulation and influencing people to take the right decision is your intention. And if your intentions are good, the tools will be the same or very similar. And I know healthcare workers' intentions naturally, because they wouldn't be in healthcare, are to help people make the right decisions. And marketing can allow you to do that. So the third question was, you mentioned that most business websites aren't designed with the decision-making psychology in mind. Can you explain that to us? So research out there, and us medics love a bit of research, tells us that between 25 and 4.5% of people are ready to buy now. And that includes people, so I'm talking about websites now, that includes people who land on a healthcare website. So between 25 and if you're really lucky, 4.5% of the people who land on your website that you have today, when you're listening to this, are able and ready to book an appointment right now. That's leaving over 19 out of 20 people not ready, not ready to take any action and doing nothing on your website. And the reason is because there's a spectrum of readiness or a spectrum of skepticism. It's not that they don't, they don't trust you or, or it just, they believe this, that you're immoral or anything. They just don't know you yet. And people have to get to know you, then like you, and then trust you. And we have to, as clinicians, develop our websites with that in mind. So we need to do a number of things. The first thing we need to do is we need to be empathetic to that uh, skepticism and to that lack of readiness and understand that 19 out of 20 people out there who could do with our help um, are simply not ready yet. The second thing we need to do then is we need to, uh, for the psychologies, we need to make sure that the message that we're providing on our websites is something that will resonate with those people. We need to offer help or assistance before we ask for money. What if you think about it, what we tend to do in medicine is we tend to say, book an appointment with us and then pay, and then you're guaranteed to pay me and then I'll tell you what it is. Okay, so then you come in, I'll tell you what it is and you have to pay me. Now, I understand that model and that model works really well for the four and a half, two and a half to four and a half percent who are ready to book now. But for the 19 to 20 people who are not ready to book now, for whatever reason, um, that model does not work. And therefore, they leave it and they do not get treatment early enough. 
And what we have to do is we have to try and find a way that we can give these people some help or some assistance to help them overcome the psych- those psychological barriers of deciding to go ahead and trust you. And your website and your marketing will allow you to do that if it's done correctly. Once you do so, what you should be trying to do, what your website should be trying to do is exchange this useful information in ex- uh, for their contact details so you can then follow up and start to build a relationship with these people so that you can start to help them overcome those barriers to get them closer to the point that they are less skeptical and ready to book appointments. Now, obviously, depending on how skeptical they are, depending on where they are on the skept- the, the spectrum of readiness, it may take longer, more work than with others. And then lastly, you need to make sure that you're consistent with that follow-up. And your website should allow you to do all of these things. It should be intrinsic in all of that process. And it should be designed for those people, for that ideal person who is just not ready yet. Because if you design it about the, around 2 to 4%, well, they're going to book anyway. And you can certainly have a website that allows them to book anyway. Like that's the minimum requirements we talked about earlier. But your website should also, and in my opinion, significantly be built for the 19 out of 20. So the fourth question that I'm asked is, do you have tips for podiatrists or clinicians to make their websites more marketing friendly while still presenting the tone and image um, of the practices so what i would say is the strategy that you should have more so than even just the tactics is you need to embrace marketing as a tool that will help you and your clinic and your patients to connect with each other with you with them and them with you so that you can help them to reach their goals their health goals you need to embrace that marketing will allow you to do this you need to build your website around your ideal patient not around you. The mistake I see is that a lot of clinic owners will come and they'll say I l- that I like my website and they build it around what they believe to be the right thing or they look at what other clinicians are doing and it's not built for the patient. For example, what I talked about earlier that the patient can't find the contact details. They cannot find the phone number easily or where the person is. Instead, it's packed with technical jargon um, that will impress other medics because we tend to just write for each other. There's no reason that you cannot do all of this and still have and present a brand that suggests professionalism. If you think about all of those charities that are out there, they use marketing to and to present a, a professional face, but they're doing using marketing for a better purpose, and we can do the same thing. And your website, website should be central, the central hub to your marketing system. It should not be your whole marketing system, which unfortunately in most clinics it, it is. It should be an integral part of it. And a well-designed website will, like I said, be an integral part of this system and has the potential to help you scale your clinic at significant pace. Of people's decision making and designing your website and designing your marketing around this is the the capacity for people to manipulate it. Now, as in it, the, the the owner to manipulate it, and that really comes down to the person themselves. But if you believe that your heart is in the right place and you're not there 
to to manipulate your staff your clients rather and i've i i have not i've yet to meet a clinic clinic owner who does so then don't be afraid of this approach this approach can only help you your clinic your staff your patients uh and all of the stakeholders in your clinic and it is it is the approach that we should be taking in our business in our websites so that we can help more people so the last question that i'm asked is what didn't i ask that i should have asked um and i would think that the question that we should have been asked is what would you say to clinic owners who say or listening to this and say i paid a lot for my website and i like the look of it well i would say to you it doesn't matter what you think of it it doesn't matter what whether you like it what matters and i'm being a little bit harsh what matters is your patient does your patient like it or more more importantly does it resonate with them and does it provide them with the solutions that they're looking for which may be booking now it may be more information it may be beginning a relationship with you that stops short of booking an appointment right now that's what matters about your website and I understand that a lot of people that I speak to will have spent a, a lot of money on a website and it isn't doing these things. And what I'd ask you to is ask yourself, can you tell exactly how many patients or how much money that your website made you last month? Last month, Exactly. If you can't, well, then it is not optimized and it can be optimized. Your website has the capacity to be your hardest working employee it has the capacity to run 24 7 365 days a year never ask for a pay rise never ask for a day off and provide you with a consistent flow of profitable and appreciative patients that you know you can help have a better lifestyle so if you're a clinic owner and you're listening to this and you're thinking that maybe your website is not as optimized as it could be then i have the solution for you Go to my website, morepracticeprofits.com forward slash new patients on tap formula sales page. If you can't remember that URL, just go to the products page on the header and you'll find it there. The new patients on tap formula is my new um, online course that you can do at your own pace. That is the, it's the most comprehensive online marketing program that teaches you, the frustrated clinic owner, how to attract and retain your ideal profitable patient, even while on holidays. And one of the main modules of this is showing you how to build an optimized website that will work for you automated 24-7, 365 days a year. So until next week, this is Lorcan Dunla signing out.